This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Michigan tight ends in the ballgame. They handed to Corum again and makes a cut. First down. Spinston scores. Blake Corum puts Michigan on top in overtime. That's Williams in motion. Low snap. Melrose stopped. Michigan makes a stand and comes up with a milestone playoff victory. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbst with the call yesterday, ESPN, ABC. I gotta tell you, man, I really, I, I really, yeah. I really enjoyed the uh, the Sean McDonough, Greg McElroy team. Also, yeah. I think that yeah, they're both, we have to talk about that really telecast good. at some point. We have to like, I just because like Fowler and Herb Street were like classic good. Like exactly what you would think from Fowler again doing the games together forever. That call, the call of the plays. Fowler, Fowler's big energy call is always awesome because he's usually like very straight. He's usually pretty straightforward. So when he's into it, you're really into it. Like he, it's almost like a you know like a point guard who just changes speeds even if he's not very fast. When he changes speeds, you're like, whoa! Like what's going on? Uh, the McDonough call that like. McD- if you told me McDonough was wasted doing the game last night, I don't even mean this in a bad way. I would believe you the the number of times where I was like, man, that was like funny. Like I can't, I, I wish I'll remember a couple examples during this segment where it's just like, Oh, <laughs> Xavier worthy, Texas's wide receiver who did not have a great game, uh, catches a pass in the third quarter and McDonough totally straight faced. Like you were down the field, caught Xavier Worthy out of the witness protection program. Gain of yeah, 13. right. I was like, I couldn't believe. I'm almost, when he said that, I'm almost like, does McElroy have to say something? I'm literally like, this? is McDonough just like, f it? I'm calling the game. What? A, woo! He's like, he's great. It. <laughs> also, like he criticizes like the coaches in real yes. time as a play by play guy, time. which is really it's yes. really funny. It's like, out of the witness, the guy's like 18. <laughs> yes, it's, it's really, it's, you're right, it's really funny. Like, yeah. like I, I I forget who it was towards the end of the game, whether it was Washington or Texas that did something boneheaded. Sure. And I, I, probably Texas on the final drive. And he was like, well, that that's a curious decision from Steve Sarkeesian and Quinn Ewers. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, good. Greg, I got this. I got this one. <laughs> And just, it was, but you know, it was great in its own way. It was great in its own because Fowler and Herb Street wasn't that. It was totally different. This was this was like it's way too late. The game's on at two in the morning. Let's get loose. Like let's just, let's like freewheel here a little bit. And it and it and it uh, you felt that when you watched it. Choose your fighter, football, play by play, and color teams. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, or Chris Fowler and Kirk Herb Street. 
like on their respective sports, obviously, right? Like I yes. don't want to have them call the other sport. I'll take Fowler and Herb Street over like everybody. Yeah. I have to, I on can't believe sport. I'm saying this. I yeah. think I think I agree. I think I I the, think they're I think they're I think they're a they're both great. This is not a knock on either one. We love we love both teams. We think both are the best at what they do. I, the way I would look at it is like when I'm watching a game, if if the game starts and I know blank is calling it how much better do I feel about watching the game? And with Buck and Aikman, it's like, this is going to be really good. Like, I'm into this, whatever. But with, like, Fowler, Herb Street and a big game, like, not Saturday night primetime, like this game, you're just like, yes. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like this is going to be awesome. And uh, even more than with Buck and Aikman. And that's not even a knock on them. Are you there at this point now with McDonough and McElroy? Because I think I am. I don't think my problem is I don't think that's what it's going to be. Like I watched enough. I don't think that's what it's going to be every I think that was like a uh, just a one in a thousand. We okay. caught, caught McDonough on the right day. McDonough's like just calls a billion sports. He does so many things. I just if for whatever reason, it just it was a loose telecast last night in a real and after the game that we had had before that, it was like exactly what was needed on Washington, Texas to like like you're not going to be that game even though this game was like just as dramatic, just as interesting. It's just like you had Michigan, Alabama at the Rose Bowl and it ended up coming down to the final play. Like it's just, you can't, you're not going to be that. So that was almost dramatic and interesting in this, like it's 1 a.m. at a bar in New Orleans, like crazy town kind of way where it was just, it was, it was pretty wild. Like it was really cool. Uh, I love how like the bizarro world, Kirk Street goes from, Flacco against Simeon on Thursday to that yesterday without at the Michaels. Rose Bowl on a without right. without yeah. and you know whatever like Al obviously an all time yeah. great uh, not 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 the well, same thing obviously not just the different same different telecasts thing. yeah yeah just way different um, so Michigan beats Bama Washington takes down Texas and like sur- has to survive at the end of the game well you know what it felt like and like I was way too tired to tweet this it felt that final sequence and it's not apples to apples because the the sequence I'm going to reference was like basically right down on the goal line that felt like the goal to go sequence at the end of the game for Texas or the four plays at the end felt like 2017 no 2017 divisional round of the NFL playoffs Falcons at Eagles the first Foles playoff game when Sark's calling the plays for Atlanta and he calls the same play like four times in a row it's like it kind of felt like go to the corner We'll throw it like to you. Just, just kind of like in the big moments, I kind of think this guy stinks. And I'm not saying he's a bad coach, just that I, I, I don't love Sark in moments like that. In any event, well, I, Texas almost comes back to win the right, game. Right. It's I, 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 I almost agree with everything you say. At the same time, like I think it's unfair. I think I think we have the two best teams all year playing for the title and I don't even think it's close and Georgia can be really mad that they're not one of them but like you had your chance and you choked on it in the one game that you played somebody good so like what are we supposed to do with that like think that you're still one of the best two teams like we'll see you next year you'll be awesome again and the year after that and the year after that maybe you win 25 national championships and, and like, they'll never not make the playoffs now in this right, era so like that right. will, we can talk about that be, at some point probably next week we'll talk about that which is like the style that I use, the techniques that I use, like the process to figure out who's going to win, that all gets torched after this. Like this is the last game of using that. You're going to have some crazy winners going for. You're going to have like a group of five team make it to the final sometimes. Dude, like it's, it's going to be happen. so it's awesome. Too random. It, yeah, it's, it's going to be so but great next year. On the one hand, it's so it's awesome. On the other hand, it's like, well, I'm I'm really good at this now. Now I, it gets taken away. This is like when the NCAA tournament goes to like 96. 
And I'll be like, well, can't use any of this stuff anymore. It's going to be way randomer and way weirder uh, to figure out what's going to happen. Now, here's the pr- yeah, but here's it's- the problem for you, Ken, is you've set a high standard. So now, like, I'm thinking, and our listeners and viewers, are like, hey, he'll figure it out. Right. No worries. He'll just get it right. It's like, like, it's oh, like, get oh, how many historical data points do we have? Zero. Oh, great. Well, I'll, be, I'll get right on. Get to work. Get to work, clown, and make me a bicycle while you're at it. I just, yeah, in the basement on my, you know, on my bicycle to charge in the room to do the work. So the, uh, so it, that'll be interesting. I do think we have the two best teams though. And I know Washington's been a dog a bunch of times. It's I, I'm, I'm glad I didn't find Washington early in the year. You know, Colin Wilson, we have on the show with a hundred to one, whatever that is on Washington yep. to win the national championship alive going into this game. Obviously that's awesome. And, and good luck to him. Like I, I doubt it doesn't strike me as a hedging type, but we'll, we'll see what he ends up doing in the game. And, uh, you know, I, People found them earlier. There was a lot of hype about Washington, even in the early part of the season, because they were just blowing the doors off of everyone. I'm at least sometimes a little slow on the uptake. I'm I'm late to the party sometimes. I'm glad I found them for me, like everybody else had found them already, it seems like, just in time to like enjoy this and like bet them in some of these situations. And to a certain extent, I don't think I have them figured out, but like kind of figure out what they are and be able to make some really valuable bets, like faded them in the Apple Cup at a huge number was like, I think this is the team that like is really well coached and plays close games against everybody. And like, this is what they are. And like, they, you know, they don't defend well enough to blow people out uh, in good competition. And so they, you know, Wazoo covers the game. You know, we, we bet the Pac-12 championship, loved Washington in that game at a big number against Oregon in the rematch. Then the Lions come out for this game. First thought is, look, like I, we're doing this. Like, I remember, I remember saying when the Lions came out, like, we're really going to do this with them again. Like, we're really just going to do this? Like, they're one of the two, three best teams in the country. And so I, I like, we'll get to it in a second. I don't love for my Michigan position that this is what we got, but I do think we got the two best. And I think, you know, unlike last year where everybody can like TCU as much as they want, they're a fun story, 0.0 they were ever winning. We don't, we don't have a game like that here. Like, there's a really, really legit chance that both teams will win. You better, you bet here with Nick and Ken on a magnificent football Monday on a terrific football Tuesday, talking the national championship game at Michigan and Washington. So um, I guess the question now has to be, um, are we doing this again? Michigan, in like a four, four and a half point favorite against Washington in the natty Open at that MGM. Yeah. Um, so the first move was on Michigan last night, total 55 and a half for 56. So are, are, are we doing this again with, with Washington here? Yeah, so I, I, you know, I, I have to kind of talk out of both sides of my mouth, right? Because like I, I have baggage coming into this game. Like I, I already have the team that's minus 180 to win a, a bundle. And uh, so like I don't know what I'm going to do with that yet. I'm going to do something. Like I, I was zero hedge in the Alabama. Like we did it on the show. I was like, I have this position. I think they're really likely to win. You could argue I got really lucky. Whatever, my team won. So didn't have to like take any equity out to spend it on Alabama it means the world when you get to this game to be able to do that and to be able to like potentially middle too. Like I can take plus four and a half Michigan wins by one to four. I win both bets. Like I can do whatever I want there. I think I will have some kind of hedge on this game. That's all I'll say right now. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet. I think Michigan's going to get bet a good amount that I'm going to be able to get some good prices, even if it just stays here. Um, And the reason why I'll probably have something is as somebody who wants Michigan to win the title, Washington's absolutely terrifying. I mean, they're really terrifying. So like they, um, a team with their stat profile would never usually be a team I'd want to bet on in a game like this. Their defense fits with zero national champions the last 50 years. Like they're just not good enough. They're just not good enough. Like statistically, the problem is when you have like 
okay, so like, why, why do you think they can win then if that's true? Well, because I also watch the games and they strike me as like a potentially disruptive team. And what I mean by that is a team that like, despite having a stat profile that looks like that can do something historically uh, interesting, relevant, that teams that usually have that stat, those stats can't do. And the reason they do that is because they have the best coach in college football probably right now, maybe by a lot, and especially an in-game coach and they have the best quarterback in the game. So think about that for a second. The team that's the four and a half dog has the better coach and the better quarterback. That's kind of interesting, right? Just as a starting point and has just found ways in these games and, to and, be incredibly and competitive. Caught, people and haven't caught up to that, Ken, right? People yeah. haven't caught up to that. And I want you to slam this home, please. Because I think everyone knows, right, that Penix is better than McCarthy, right? I think people at least think that, right? And that Harbaugh's um, a really good coach, too. Like this, like, this yeah. is like Buck and Aikman. Like Harbaugh can I be Buck and Aikman. I don't know that, though. Right. About DeBoer. Yeah. To, like, to what you're like, like, I think people think, well, Harbaugh is going to the NFL. Everyone knows who Harbaugh yeah, is. He's awesome. I don't think people know about DeBoer yeah. yet, Ken. I just, uh, and this is not, again, it's like, it's. I'm so glad we did Buck Aikman to start. This is the same thing. Harbaugh is awesome. The Michigan staff is really, although they kind of got out, I mean, Saban adjusted circles around them in the second half of the game, it felt like, but that's fine. Like, that's Saban. Like, you know, he's pretty good too. So it just, like, they're, this is not anti-Michigan staff. Just like, there's a, you ever see the movie Heat with De Niro and Pacino in it? Of course. So yeah. there's the scene where John Voight is talking to De Niro in the car about whether they want to go through with the robbery. And he has the file on Pacino and he's like showing him like Pacino's background that Pacino's like thinks De Niro's like, you know, they kind of have this odd relationship, whatever. And Voight's telling De Niro about Pacino's character as a police officer at, uh, or like a detective in whatever special investigations, whatever it is. And he's, and he, and he says it really simply. He goes, he's just one of those guys. He's just out there all night, like prowling around, like basically like De Niro, a bank robber has like finally met his match. Like you're not going to beat this guy. Like this is just one of those guys. And I think I've even used that before with like college football coaches when they take big jobs sometimes and they come from smaller schools. We did this with like PJ Fleck before Minnesota, like won 10 or 11 games. And DeBoer to me just seems like one of those, like this is a guy like 10 years from now, we're going to be like, where did he say? Oh yeah, that's right. Washington where he like went to the playoff and like won that before he coached, you know, like the Cowboys or something in like five years. Like that's what his trajectory is to me. He's won basically every game everywhere he's ever coached. And in year two, they didn't lose this year. I mean, that's like absolute insanity. I mean, really crazy stuff. So, and he look cool. Penix is great. Also, Penix didn't go to the playoff at Indiana. So like, you know, it's like, yeah, Penix is awesome. Also, this fit is why it's really good. So I just, uh, if he's one of those guys, then historical qualifiers be damned kind of if i think he can be that disruptive so i think this is just an like alabama michigan was an awesome game but i really thought michigan was going to win this is an awesome game and washington scares the hell out of me from like a I, man like i i don't want to be against them especially at this number so just re real quick betting conversation for me on the game if you're going to put washington in a spot where one possession losses a lot of them they still cover uh that i'm interested like in general if i had no position on the game no team to win the national title whatever plus more than a field goal washington auto and it's been auto for three games in a row it's just like this is what it is and uh i think the most likely the game is almost destined to be a one possession game i mean just the way both teams play the way washington just never gets trucked by anybody feels like a one possession game and there are ways michigan can win a game like that it doesn't have to be washington but just you're going to get four and a half in a game like that. And I have, well, I have some other thoughts on the total and stuff. But anyway, that's that's kind of my thoughts so far. I loved it. And four and a half. Four and a half. With the better coach and the better quarterback. So sounds pretty appealing.
And Sounds Mike pretty DeWa, appealing. Too, by the way. Like, I, I really, I think there's more Michigan money coming. And we can talk about, like, X's and O's stuff next segment. Like, there are a lot of Michigan paths to victory in this game. Just, like, he's one of those guys. Like, I don't, I don't want to be favored against him, and I want to lay it. Why? Like, I just, you know, Belichick against the Rams. Like, you're a dog until you're not. And then we're all like, oh, that's what this is. Okay. And he he was pretty disruptive in that Super Bowl, too. And and just just watching. And look, I, I'm very honest. I don't watch a ton of college football regular season. There are times where, like, that looked like an NFL offense last night with Penix yep. and those receivers who are, like, all going to play in the NFL. And Adunze is obviously going to be a top 10 pick. Absolutely ridiculous. All right. Coming up next, a little bit more. Thoughts on Michigan and Washington. We'll talk about the total, and then we'll uh, we'll give you our NFL betting breakdown for Week 17, and we'll start turning the page to Week 18 and the professionals coming up right after this.